And but this was like the one piece that he held on to. My friend was in this class. He, my friend wasn't religious, and he heard this professor give over this Torah from Rabbi Nachman, and he could see that this professor like held of the Torah, like he's he he wasn't from anymore, but he held of this Torah. And it had such a rosham on my friend, and my friend, like after that, it was like that was the beginning of his process of doing tshuva, and he's he's now like a full fledged breast lover. Like I'm very proud of him. He's just staggering right. away as a breast lover. Like he's he's nocturnal. He's like the full. That's incredible. So it's all full of us right now. Yeah. So <laughs> so and then this professor's son became a big mashpia, like a big, like a real big uh, big tzaddik. Um, and I was like a bit, I, I was always giving my friend a hard time for becoming a breast lover and, you know, just, you know, uh, being a misnagid with him. So one day I was sitting with him and he's like, let's learn some Rebbe Nachman. So I cracked a smile. I was like, okay, let's do it. So he opens it up and it was just like, I just got sucked into it. So this piece, and I, I hold that this is like, this piece was like a game changer for me. So, so great, just to get clear, this is the piece that this, made this professor, the this, professor clung to. And yeah, this is, the, this is the piece that he hung on to. This is like core Rebbe Nachman. Like once you know this piece, a lot of the other things that Rebbe Nachman says falls into place. So I, I think that this is just sort of like, it, this is like the center. So I'm building it up, but uh, I, I think it's, Okay. I think it's going to live up to the build-up. Okay, so it's it's on it's on the parsha of Yom Hashem al Moshe Bo El Paro. I left the Shem Hashem. Okay, I tried to get them all back in. Haniach Pedis Yad Libo Ves Leiv Avadav Leman Shisios Osai El Bikirbo. Okay, so this whole piece is taking place. Moshe goes down to Mitzrayim, and uh, Mitzrayim is a place of suffering. This is like the ultimate darkness of Jewish history. Uh, it's the it's the suffering of the Jewish people. So Rabbi Nachman introduces. Uh, in Os Aleph, he says, now he starts off with the idea of Sinsum. So this is, the Rebbe Nachman said that the uh, whole Likutei Maran is really supposed to be a parish on, on the Kisve Ari. I don't know. But that's, that's what Rebbe Nachman says. And so he starts off with the idea of Tzimtzum. Ki Hashem yisparach machmas rachmanuso barez ha'olam. Okay, so Hashem has, is this compassionate being, or a because of Hashem's compassion, he creates the world. He wants to reveal his compassion. So Hashem needs somebody to be compassionate towards. It's kind of like the Ramchal. Tov has to be metiv, so he has to be create something to be metiv towards. Here it's Rachmanes. Okay? The Alkin, and I think Rachmanes is a little bit different because Rachmanes, you need an other. You need, you need an actual being to have Rachmanes. You have to there's a sort of a more empathy. There's like a, a being involved. So he creates a whole world. So there was no place to create the world. Why? So Kaddish Baruch is everywhere. There's nowhere to create the world. So this is the key point here, that when Hashem separates the or of the Ein Sof, what remains is this thing called the Chalal Panui. Okay, so now Rabbi Nachman is going to get into what's this Chalal Panui. So in this chalal, this vacated space, it's this empty space, that's where the world goes. 
you have to have this vacated space. It's like a vacuum. Because without this vacuum, there's no olam. So you can't have a space for creation if there's no chalal panui. So there's got to be this empty space. So Hashem removes himself, and now there's this empty space, and now the world can be created. So you can't understand this chalal panui. Um, we'll understand it in Lasid Lavo. Because why? You have to say two things that are opposite. You have to say yesh va'ayin. happens through It's as if Hashem removed himself from there. So you have to say, in order for there to be Briyas you have to say that Hashem removed himself from there. The ancient elokus kaviachol. You have to say that there's no elokus kaviachol, as if there's no godliness in this chalal panui. Kiim lochem eno panui, because if you don't say it, then it's not panui, and there's no room for a bryas olam. Ba'akol einsof, the ein makom lebryas olam klal. Aval be'emes la'mito bevadai afal pichen yesham gamken elokus. Ki bevadai ein shum davar bil biladei chiyuso. So the idea of this chalal panui is that you have to say the op- two opposites. You have to say that there is elokus, and you also have to say there isn't elokus. If you say there's elokus, so there's no room for briyas olam. So you have to say there isn't elokus. But if you say there isn't elokus, that's like kfira. You can't say that there's no elokus. Hashem has to be everywhere. So you can't. You have to keep going back and forth. So it's a total paradox. There's no way to understand this, but. According to Rabbi Nachman, this is like this Har Olam Haba, or Yemus Mashiach, is when we'll actually understand this Yisod, of how it could be both things at once. Hashem is there, and Hashem isn't there. But Legabayas, we, ha- we see this Chalot Panui, and, and it's as if, Kivyachol, Hashem isn't there. But it's hard for Rabbi Nachman to say it. Okay, so now I guess, Vida, she Shnei I'm not sure why he's bothered with the fact that Hashem could create this symptom. What's bothering me about that? It's a good question. I think that part of it is that the Yisod is that Hashem is everywhere, so it's hard to undermine that Yisod in the first place. To say that there's even nothingness has no even nothingness has to have Hashem. There's, there's, I'm not really sure, but that, I think part of it comes from this idea that it's like fear for to say that the Hashem isn't somewhere. That the Kol Yachol can do that. I'm saying that that's that's exactly Kol Yachol, right? I, I guess it's hard it, it, to. It understand. almost sounds like you're saying it's. it's so can make a rock that he can't lift. Right. He can't right. Lift. And the answer is he can't. That's like because the definition of a shadow. Right. But here he, so he can. Because he's saying it's, maybe he can't because the Kashbaruch can see us as ever. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm not sure what, what exactly his issue. I, I, I wondered about that. I, I think it's the Hanukkah that Hashem has to be everywhere. And it's, it's impossible to, to, to describe a world without Hashem being. Like, that's the Hanukkah. Why? I don't know. So it's like a rock that he can't lift. Yeah. is then. Is that the Matthias of the Bayre is that he's involved in everything? The Bayre was never himself, himself. He was Machayas, like he wasn't. It's worth thinking about this. Right? I, 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 There's a Shkacha Klolis, which means the Kashparach was Masalik himself in the protest. Right. So, what did. Right, so I, I think, I, think he that, I don't think he has a Shkacha Klolis. Yeah, Rabbi Nachman's very. I mean, he's the Bashless, like Hashkacha practice all the way. Right. But uh, it might just—I always thought it was a hanacha that Hashem has to be everywhere, and you, can't, you just can't. Say, it's like fear to say otherwise. But it could be that there's some sort of philosophy behind it of can the infinite remove? Can you can you say 
one minus infinity is less than infinity. It's like that type of question in philosophy. But I think I, I always thought it was just a hanacha that Hashem's everywhere, so you can't say otherwise. But at, this gets into that whole machlokas of, of simsum kipshuto, kipshuto kamashmao. That's like the the gra versus the the balatanya. The gra says like you that that Hashem actually did. That's how they say it over. And the Balatanya said that it's uh, It's Hashem's actually everywhere, but it's just as if he removed it. Okay, so now he says, Shnei minei apikursos. Dash ye shnei minei apikursos. Ye shi apikursos sheba machmas chitsonios. Michochmas chitsonios. Ve'alav ne'emar v'damash etashif l'apikurs. Okay, so there's one type of apikursos that comes from chokmas chitsonios. And this type of apikursos you're going to find an answer to. Okay, so if you can start handling with the Sapi courses, you could go to H seminars and stuff like that, and you'll figure it out. So somebody looks at a flower and says the flower just you know grows on its own. So you'll say, no, how could it really be that it grows? And you can start handling, and you'll find Hashem there. Right? There's a whole bunch of types of apikorsis where if you look hard enough, you're going to find Hashem there because Hashem's everywhere. Okay? Uh, Next, go next, skip the next paragraph. Aval yesh on min apikorsus. Okay, so the second type of apikorsus, this comes from the chalal panui. So some apikorsus comes from the bria olam, from the bria that's in the chalal panui, and then there's apikorsus that comes from the actual chalal panui. The emes iyev shali yashev elu kushios ki elu kushios shall apikorsus ezos by mechalal panui. So this, the creation of this chalaponui, by definition means that it's ein sham elokus keviachol. And if there's a place in the Bria Olam or just surrounding the Bria Olam that's ein sham elokus keviachol, that means that if there's, that, that apikorsus is going to emanate from that place, and there's not going to be an answer to those questions. There's no way to answer those questions. This place, this Chalal Panui, you can't find Hashem. Why? If you could find Hashem in these places, it wouldn't be Panui. So by definition, this Chalal Panui has to emanate this Fira, that you can't give answers to, because if you could give answers to this, then it wouldn't be halal, it wouldn't be vacated, and you wouldn't be able to, there wouldn't be place for uh, Bries Olam. So there's one Maimur Chazal that says that Dama Shetashiv, and the other one says Kol Lo Yeshuva. Some people go to this, uh, to this type of apikorsis, so the next paragraph, Rabbi Nachman talks about that this is the, nash, the lashon of uh, Elokei Ha'ivrim. So why is it really Apikursus then? Maybe it's, it looks like, I mean, it looks like, it's real. It's the Matthias. It's the Matthias. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but his perception is that's everywhere. So it's up, okay, I, I guess. There's no not in the Gabbidism of property saying it's. So he's saying it's a real perception. That's what I think is the chiddush here: is that that this apikorsis, you're going to look at it, and if you see that there's ein sham elokus, you have to say keviachol in parentheses. But the perception is real, and if and it's it's built into the whole creation. Because if it wasn't real, then there wouldn't be. So apikorsis is not is maybe because not realizing that Kashbaruch did that. Kashbaruch created that spokescreen. Right. So, so he, in this next paragraph, he says that the only way to really address it is through Amuna. He says that's the lashon of Elokei Vrim. Meaning that it's there, 
And the only way to address it is just to, you know, I, I don't know if the term leap of faith is appropriate, but it's not, so it sounds like you just go over that. Valken Hashem Yisbrach Nikra Elokei Evrim, Milashon Everenar, Lashon Stadim, Hainu Shalokuso Misabdev, Gam Al Hachalal Panu. So meaning that the Chalal Panu is, is surrounded by the Ein Sof, and so you just jump over it. Haba Al Yedei Atzimtzum, Shitzimtzema Orlut Stadim, Valken Yisrael, Mikrim Ivrim, Shaydei Amenusam, Shema Minim, Shashem Yisbrach Elokei Evrim, Kanal, Hem Ovrim Al Kol HaChokmas, Al Masha Enam Chokmas, Hainu Al Pekorsas Hashenis. So, so it's not, not saying it's a good idea to go there. Because actually that's the, the next part of this Torah is to say that you, go, you don't go there. Meaning that this place is there, this, this type of apicors is there, but you don't go there. Because you can't get out of it. So he said, If somebody goes there, they get stuck. There's no way to get out. So once a person sees this type of apicorsis, there's no way out. They're stuck. Um, and Kal Yisrael has this koach of emunah that allows them to skip over this kivyachal chalal, this vacancy. Okay. So now... This gets into now we're getting into the parshas. This is the bechina of Moshe, Moshe Rabbeinu. Achda imyesh sari gadol shehu bechinas Moshe who tzarich davka layen b'tivrei apikorsus aelu. So if there's a tzarich like Moshe, then 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 it's his mission to go there. Vaaf shei of Charlie Yashvam, even though Moshe Rabbeinu is not going to have an answer. Al koze al yedei iyuno shemayem sham humala misham kama neshama shenaplu mnishka ubesocha apikorsus elos. So when the tzaddik does this, he, he's me'ayin into this apikorsis. So through doing that, he's able to be my, to, to remove these people who get stuck, these neshamas that get stuck there. So why dafka Moshe? So the, the, this, the, these kushios, they're the bechina of shtika. Why? So first of all, you can't answer them. So why are these questions Because you can't answer them. There's no words to say. But also, The creation takes place through Dibor. Mm-hmm. So, he, he what he's saying here is, is that that Bria Solom takes place through through Dibur. So anywhere that you have Yeshus, like real Yeshus, that's going to be through Dibur. But the Chalal Panui is Ain. The Chalal Panui is nothingness, and nothingness is Shtika. So if creation happens through Dibur then that area that has no creation around it, that chalal panu, that vacated space, is shtika. So it's, he's comparing yesh and ayin on the one hand, and dibur and shtika, that's the <coughs> analogy. Dibur, shtika, yesh, and ayin. The chalal panui is a place of ayin, and it's a place of shtika. That dibur hu agvul shal kol advarim ki higvil chokmaso biyatsiyo, so... 
Aval behachalo panui shu humakiv kol olamos kanal hu panui mikol kaviachal ein sham shum dibur veapilu seicha blows yos kanal val ken hamavuchos habay misham hem mivchin ashtika. So he doesn't. I mean, the obvious point here is that Moshe was kved peh, right? That he couldn't. He had trouble speaking. So that connects here as to why Moshe Rabbeinu would be the one dafka to go into the chalal panui to be this sadik who goes there. Kmusha mitzinu b'Moshe kishashal misas Rabbi Akiva. So the, now, Mitzrayim is the place of, of darkness. It's also the place of ultimate suffering <coughs> of the Jewish people. And you have this Maimur Chazal. It's a famous one of Moshe standing in front of, uh, he's standing in the, the base measures of Rabbi Kiva. And he says, why don't you give the Torah through Rabbi Kiva? And Hashem says, kach alam right? And then Hashem, Moshe says, I want to see this guy's reward. I want to see Rabbi Kiva's reward. And um, Hashem takes Moshe Rabbeinu to see Rabbi Kiva's death. And uh, Moshe says, Zotor Vezeschara. This is his Torah, and that's his reward. So that's the ultimate question of Tzadik Viralo, which Lahoru is what was happening in Mitzrayim as well to the Jewish people, Tzadik Viralo. And for Rebbe Nachman, I think that's the actual Apikorsus Azos, that, that this Apikorsus Ashenis, I think, is this question of Tzadik Viralo that there's actually no way to answer it. It's a total paradox. And anybody who can accept the question of Tzadik Viralo, like Rabbi Kiva, is living in a paradoxical reality. He's living in a reality where, where, where opposites meet. So he, he can have his final reward, can also be with everybody else. It seems to be a punishment. So Moshe says, well, what do you, this is Zotor of Zeskara? Hishivu lo shtok lishtok. So this is Moshe Rabbeinu looking into the Chalal Panui. And Moshe's astonished, and Hashem says, like Rabbi Nachman says, what do you do when you get to the Chalal Panui? The only response is shtika. Shtok kachala b'machshava. Livlili shol tshuva v'teruz al kushyazo, ki kachala b'machshava. Shehu l'mala min adubor, al kena tatsarik li shtok al zo ha-shelazu, al shelazu, ki hu b'vchinas ala b'machshava, she'ein sham dubor l'yashav. So he says, that's how he's learning the term, kachala b'machshava, it's beyond thought. So shtok, it's not that that's what arose in my mind. It's that this is what's beyond thought. There's no dibur to, to be miyash of what you're seeing right now. So it's asr to go there. You can't look at this type of apikorsis unless you're a tzadik like Moshe. So there he brings up the point that Moshe is kved peh. Alright, that's, uh, we're, okay, we're making good headway through this piece. I cut out some parts, but it... Isn't Moshe Bain address that straight up in Mizmur Shalei HaMashabbos? Sorry? Mizmur Shalei HaMashabbos. Yes. Right? So, well, we all say it all the time. Right. So, uh, is he saying that that don't question Tzadik Baralo, which is being addressed there, is something that we should not be looking at, only Moshe Bain should be looking at? That's what he's saying. A Tzadik like Moshe could be, could be looking at at uh, Tzadik Varelo. It could be Shabbos, maybe, I don't know, then I'm just saying stuff, but maybe Shabbos, we all get it. Shabbos itself is a Bechina of Shtika because 
Briyas Olam takes place through Dibur, and then Shabbos there's no Briyas Olam. So Lechora, what's happening on Shabbos is Shtika. So it could be that since that's what's happening on uh, on Shabbos, that's why Nizmor Shil, uh, that's the whole Tzidok Adina of Shabbos is where you actually get to see it, and it's Me'ein Olam Haba, and that's what Rabbi Nachman's saying over here, is that um, that this type, these types of questions get answered last level. Yeah. Maybe, I don't know. Yeah, that's why. That, yeah. All right. So now he does uh, another interesting, another question that comes up with uh, you know that that sort of where you have opposites in in Torah is uh, is machlokas machlokas chazal is where you have you know uh, you know zematar v'zematame and you know how could both of them be right. And we just say that, like, well, they're both valid opinions, and we just, you know, go bustle, you know, we go basaruva, right? But uh, but this notion that you have two opposites—it's tame and it's tahor. How can that be? It's impossible. How can it all be tame and Torah? So we're knowing we're knowing like like one of the opinions. But but it's definitely you know if we're going to claim that what we're saying about something is is actually true that it's. Either Tame or it's Tahor, you know. So how do you say Elu be Elu Dibre Elu Kim Chaim? So you have this paradox within Torah itself that in Torah Shabbat Peh you have you have Machlokas, and if you learn it that both opinions are actually true, and they're opposite, so you have you have this this type of Chalo Panui happening in 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 uh, in Machlokas in Machlokas as well, where opposites are sort of like. Bouncing off of each other and creating a, a, a chalal panui, and in that chalal panui, um, so you see how he machlokas he bechinas brias olam. So machlokas is like brias olam ki ikar brias olam aydei chalal ha panui ki beloze hayakol einso belohaya makom librias olam. Al ken simsim or lestadim. So this is all the the simsim that he talked about. Benesa chalal panui uvesocho baro is called bria haynu hayami lumbinos aydei divor kenis karlael. So if all of the Talmidei Chachamim were one, there wouldn't be any space for Briya Sa'olam. So if all of Chazal agreed on something, if all of the Chamim agreed on something, so there would be, it would just be all one. It would all be one, right? Like the Ains of Kodem at Simsum. Once, once Chachamim disagree on something, so there's a Perut, right? And they, they go from one side to the other. Um, so now he, he explains this mission. As, I, I love this explanation. So he's saying that all my life I, I lived between the Chachamim What's bein chachamim between their machlokas, and in between their machlokas, where these two opposites go from one side to the other, you have the chal panui. Shenishave v'nasa bein chachamim al yedei perud ba machlokas sheish b'nehem 
Tenal. The ze benachamim daika, hainu sheyesh peru to machlokas benehem. So that's what it means, benachamim. It's like they're separating. Kiim hayu kulamechad ein shayach lomar benachamim. Vayedeh machlokas nazeh bechinos kalapainu. Okay, so let's see how he reads the mission in the next one. Vezeh koyamai gadalti, shahayisi megadal yamai umidosai. So why is it koyamai gadalti? It's like he's a little kid, he's growing up. What he's saying is, is that I'm benachachamim, and it's in the chalapainu, <coughs> in that space in between opposites, that I grew, which is like the creation of the world grows in the chalapainu. Shehu bichinas briyasa olam. Benachachamim, benachamim daika, betzol chalapainu, kisham nasa kol briya. So why does he say, how do, what's the connection that I, I grew up in between the Chachamim my whole life, the Lomatzazi Laguf Tov Ela Mishtika? So why Mishtika? So it fits perfectly. If you're sitting in the Chalal Panui, so the only thing you could do is have Shtika. That's the only way to sit in between the Chachamim is through Shtika. So when you have these opposites and you're stuck in between, so the only thing that you can do is 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 shtuk. So that's why he's lelo matzati leguf tov mishtika ki sham bechalapanu ein tov mishtika ki asur lichnos lesham ki im mishu bechinas shtika bechinas Moshe. Yeah. So meaning, so he wasn't saying that being bechachamim is a makom of hester and fear. I hope. He's saying, yeah, he's saying that the machlokas. I I think what, what's happening here is machlokas. Opens up that that area of fear because you're, what you're basically saying is two things are opposite. Two two opposites are true. So you have a machlokas chazal. They're both saying the exact opposite. They can't both be right from a rational standpoint, and yet we're saying they are. The only way to handle that, Rabbi Nachman saying, is with shtika. So that's sadik v'ralo. Is it sadik and it's ralo? How's that happening? So there's a perud. There's two opposites. You go into that chalapanui. The only thing you do is shtika. But a lot of people, I mean, just on a very mundane level, people look at, you know, Machlokas Chazal and say, oh, they just forgot, you know, they didn't know what was going on. They, 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 you know, that's a very mundane way of looking at it. Or you just say, like, how they can't all be right, so what if we chose the wrong one? Like, these are, I find them to be, like, sort of juvenile questions already. Once you learn Torah, they don't really bother you so much. But why not, right? And I think it's just because we just, this is the nature of Torah, but we understand that there's... Okay, that helps. That helps Urban Nothing. Just Agave, yeah. The other thing is, as you said about how it expands by that, the Lashem, the Gemara, by Machlokas. After Rish, after Rish Lakish passed away, yeah, um, and they sent him Rukh Dust. Right, 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 right. So he said, "You're Kabbalah Kabbal Kisha." And so the end of it, he says, "You know, Rish Lakish asked him." I said something. He asked me twenty-four questions. I asked him twenty-four, and and that would be it would be Rabcha Milsa. Yeah. That yeah. And that was Lashon. You have this Rabcha, ex- yeah. expansion that happens through the Machlokas, through the machlokas yeah. and that's the whole expansion that happens. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see. The next point, what he says is that, what that that all of um, all chokmos have a have a nigun that go along with them, even chokmos of chokma uh, uh, of apikorsis. So he says that there's um, he brings this this uh, gemara from Chagiga that says that Acher would whistle Greek songs in the base medrash, and then he'd get up and Greek books would fall out of his from under his shirt. 
like he'd just be whistling. And then all, so he says, you see that the nigun is talu yizebezeh, that the nigun and the chokhmah are, are talu yizebezeh. And uh, so he says that the tzaddik provides a nigun that brings the, these neshamas out of the chalal panui. So you think the, the, Moshe is, you know, if you imagine he's going in there to the chalal panui, he's trying to get these neshamas out of there, but he can't say anything to them because it's the makam of shtika, and shtika, you know, words aren't going to help over there. So what gets them out? A nigan. A nigan has no words. A nigan is just a nigan, and it pulls them all out. So that's how, uh, that's how it works. That's why, you know, if you're going to be this tzaddik, the way to do it is you go down there, you sing a niggin with the guy, you know, give him some cholent and some beer, and you bring him out of the chala panui. And then I just thought that at the end, he, uh, he goes through the psukim, and it, it really reads beautifully. So let's just do this quickly, I know over time, but Be'omer Shem El Moshe, Bo El Paro. So he says, Paro is, uh, he says, Lashon of Priya, uh, of like, uh, I think it's separating or exposing. So I think, yeah, pre of, of exposing, and that's where creation happens. So paro is the chala panui. Paro is this chala panui because because uh, it's where the 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 gilui of the bria Olam takes place. Moshe is dafka going to paro, which is the chala panui. Why Moshe? Because he's he's shtika. Why? Why is he going to paro? Kiani as libo that's levavadav. I've hardened his heart, right? So what's the hardness? Moshe, Paro can't recognize a Kodesh Baruch Hu. So that's the Kfira right there. In the Kalo Panui, there's a Kfira. Laman Shisi Ososai. So what's he, why does he do make this Kfira in, in Paro? So I could place my words in there, my Os, my, 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 my letters, right? So I can place my letters in, why, why do I want to place my letters in the Kalo Panui? Because that's Brias Olam. So Paro's the Kalo Panui. There's Kfira over there. He's got Kfedus Lev. He wants to place his letters in the Chalal Panui, that's Briyasa Olam, and who goes down there to meet Paro? That's Moshe, who's Bechina Shtika. Why? So Rabbi Nachman connects this Ben Bincha is Adkan Rachmanus Ben, Ben Bincha. So this sign of Ben Bincha is, is Rachmanus, which is what he started off with the whole Indian of, um, of Tzimtzum was Kedela Galus Rachmanuso. So he says that's what this Ben Bin Chaz over here. Um, and then look at the Lushan. Moshe and Aaron say to Paro, Komar Hashem Elokei Ha'ivrim. So he uses the Lushan of Elokei Ha'ivrim. That why every Ivri? Because um, that's the way that Kla Yisrael get over this Kfira is that they're Ivrim. They just go to the side or they jump over the, the Chal Panui. And then he says, uh, Shalach Ami, I didn't have this in this piece, but I, I cut it out, but uh, Rabbi Nachman says that the, that the, the Lashon of the Zohar that says that Talmidei Chachamim create the world with Hashem is that Altikri Ami Ela Imi, that it's not Ami, it's Imi, or Imi, it's Ami, something like that, it's Imi, the Altikri Imi, it's Ami. The creation of the world happens through Klai Yisrael's learning Torah, so it's Shlach Ami Dabka, so it's it all, it's, yeah, you can't see it any other way, in my opinion, then. It's no longer this guy, Moshe, walking out. This is a whole Indian of Shtika and the Chal Panui and, uh, and creation of the world. All right. Uh.